Hey friends, welcome back to Fearless Fridays, where I share short excerpts from fearless, ordinary women of the Bible who dared to do extraordinary things. This is my second Bible study, and you can purchase it at AngelaDenaudio.com or anywhere you find books. You can also download a free chapter on Priscilla right there at my website. I'll take you behind the scenes here on some of my adventures and ministry experiences and things God is saying to me throughout the week. I'll also introduce you to some of my fearless friends who are making their life matter for the kingdom. Today, we continue in the woman who helped deliver a deliverer. Through a tale of two daughters, we'll see how God does his best work when we let go and get out of the way. It was just another ordinary day. Their spirited conversation stood in stark contrast to the hushed laments mere yards away. Pharaoh's daughter and her attendants chatted casually about how the weather seemed more muggy than normal and how awful the humidity was for their hair. They caught up on budding relationships and adjusted their sandals to manage the thick soil. You know, the usual stuff. Their feet had walked these steps on many occasions, their usual path for their usual time to bathe. But today... This ordinary moment turned into an unexpected encounter, divinely orchestrated by God. We'll pick back up in our story in Exodus 2, verse 5 and 6. Then Pharaoh's daughter went down to the Nile to bathe, and her attendants were walking along the riverbank. She saw the basket among the reeds and sent her female slave to get it. She opened it and saw the baby. He was crying, and she felt sorry for him. This is one of the Hebrew babies, she said. And in that split second, the baton was passed. Darby's Concordance puts it this way. Providence responds to faith and provides an answer. The moment she drew him out of the water, she became an enemy of the state. Historical records leave it unclear as to the identity of Pharaoh's daughter. Yet we are certain it was the 18th dynasty. What would motivate her to take such drastic action with monumental consequences? Perhaps it was a spur-of-the-moment decision, or it's possible she had contemplated this very scenario. We can't know for certain, but most historical and theological writings consistently support several claims. First, it's highly plausible that Pharaoh had only a daughter and no sons. If that was the case, she was potentially influenced by a political move to acquire an heir. By taking the baby left helplessly in the water, she would gain an adopted heir who could protect her father's dynasty and give her a legitimate right to rule. The probability of this scenario is offset slightly by the tremendous risk she took by disregarding the order of the king, who just happened to be her father. Even though she was old enough to reside in her own royal living quarters, it's unlikely she could hide this event from Pharaoh. She pushed past the rage she would inevitably encounter, pointing us to another possible purpose in her daring rescue. She may have reached for him simply out of compassion and desire for social justice. Scripture says she felt sorry for him. She stood up against her father's order, strategically placing herself between the crying child and certain death. She stood out from Egyptian culture and enabled all the women carrying the baton to stand strong. Whether her actions were self-serving to secure an heir or selfless to save a child, God used her to become a catalyst for change. It didn't matter that she was Egyptian, and this helpless baby was Hebrew. Refusing to be defined by racial bigotry or religious discrimination, she took a bold step that altered the course of history. 
But this is a tale of not one, but two daughters who fearlessly put themselves in harm's way. Let's continue our story in Exodus 2, verse 7 through 10. Remember Jochebed's first child, Miriam? She made the journey with her mother to the water's edge and waited for her turn to carry the baton. Was her little heart beating out of her chest? Did she wonder if there was a chance this plan wouldn't work? I imagine she kept low to the ground, cautiously observant, moving on her mom's cue. Miriam believed against all odds that the words of her mother uttered in faith were true. God will provide. And while water still dripped off the edge of the basket, Miriam spoke up for her brother. Shall I get one of the Hebrew women to nurse the baby for you? Yes, go, she answered, and the girl went and got the baby's mother. Pharaoh's daughter said to her, take this baby and nurse him for me and I will pay you. So the woman took the baby and nursed him. When the child grew older, she took him to Pharaoh's daughter and he became her son. She named him Moses saying, I drew him out of the water. Not only did God provide Pharaoh's daughter as a means of rescue, he made a way for Jochebed to enjoy him without fear. She became an integral part of his upbringing, even rewarded financially to nurse him. She was paid a wage to care for him for a minimum of three years and as many as seven. Jochebed's choices preserved God's destiny and protected the call of God on his life. But she had to hand him over to Egypt. Pharaoh's daughter loved him and raised him as her own. Acts 7 verse 21 and 22 tell us that Moses was saturated in the culture of Egypt. Pharaoh's daughter took him and brought him up as her own son, it says. Moses was educated in all the wisdom of the Egyptians and was powerful in speech and action. She served as the chief influence in his life, offering him the highest level of training and 40 years of royal protection. Jochebed gave him the roots of a godly foundation, necessary for all God would eventually ask of him. She birthed Moses, the greatest national leader of all time, and Aaron, the first high priest. And the little girl Miriam served by Moses' side as a gifted prophetess, poet, and musician. He had both a birth and an adoptive mother who loved him deeply, caught in the crosshairs of a culture in crisis. God's plan called for both to act fearlessly and save him from a cruel death and preserve him for a unique life. Each woman ran their leg of the baton race for the greater good. The midwives stood strong under great duress. Miriam stood strong under dangerous conditions. Jochebed stood strong when the time came to give him back. And Pharaoh's daughter stood strong against the dictates of her own father. Their legacy teaches us a powerful truth. Ordinary moments become extraordinary when our obedience intersects with God's provision. We learn how to flex our faith muscles by saying yes to God in small decisions. Then when we're faced with a giant ask, we're ready because we've consistently developed trust. Knowing God's character helps us to trust him in those take a deep breath, how is this thing going to work out times in our lives? God is greater than the enemy's plan and he does his best work when we let go and get out of the way. Moses' parents believed he was destined for God's purpose and surrendered him to the God they trusted to fulfill it, and fulfill it he did. Hebrews 11 verse 24 through 28 shares a glimpse into Moses' future. By faith, Moses, when he had grown up, refused to be known as the son of Pharaoh's daughter. He chose to be mistreated along with the people of God 
rather than to enjoy the fleeting pleasures of sin. He regarded disgrace for the sake of Christ as of greater value than the treasures of Egypt, because he was looking ahead for his reward. By faith he left Egypt, not fearing the king's anger. He persevered because he saw who him who is invisible. By faith he kept the Passover and the application of blood, so that the destroyer of the firstborn would not touch the firstborn of Israel. Did you hear that? He gave it all up. The wealth, the power, and the position. After Pharaoh's daughter raised him, he followed his God-given destiny and refused to be known as her son. Both Jochebed and Moses' adoptive mother experienced heartbreak to keep hope alive at all cost. A key phrase in the above passage might shed light on his decision. By faith he left Egypt, not fearing the king's anger. He persevered because he saw him who is invisible. If those words sound familiar, they should. They're the very words penned about Moses' parents when they hid their son. Years later, that child hid in the cleft of a rock while God's glory passed by. God spoke through him and used him mightily. Their faith instilled in him as a child enabled him to conquer his own fears and deliver millions of people out of slavery and into the promised land. He learned by example that faith can overcome any obstacle and break through any barrier, all because a handful of ordinary women dared to do extraordinary things. Thank you so much for tuning in to Fearless Fridays, and you've been listening to music from my album, Finding Tranquility. You can find it on iTunes, anywhere you listen to music, or purchase it at AngelaDenadio.com. And remember, God does his best work when we let go and get out of the way.